All right, welcome everyone to Hi. My Nights with Andy. I am your host, Jesse. And I'm Andy. And she's Andy. That's, that's Andy. <laughs> I'm pointing, but you can't see it. Andy. She's to my left now. And those clever listeners out there that, that noticed that she's sitting to my left, it's not because we're in a vehicle. We're actually in a new location in Andy's apartment. So that's going to be a big change. We're going to be doing the, the podcast from here on end. Hopefully and less time. I mean, hopefully no cops get called. Yeah, I, hope, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that would happen. But you might never know. <laughs> It'd still be pretty funny. So it would be hilarious. And the uh, second big announcement that I have to say is we're going to have uh, guests coming onto the podcast and doing top ten with us. Top ten. Andy knows a lot of people, and apparently, <laughs> apparently they they wouldn't mind coming on the podcast. So I'm totally down for that idea. And that should hopefully be happening soon, hopefully. Yeah. So, but for tonight... I'm really excited about this week. For this because week... I don't know if you knew this about me, but uh, I have a penchant for the goth culture. <laughs> that she does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she literally has a carpet with a Ouija board, and yeah, it has a bed a, in it. With it's a, a Ouija board rug by Shane of the Dead, Shane Bonner. He's local. And a very talented guy. I also have a laptop bag. He makes t-shirts, hoodies, purses, shoes. He's really a jack of all trades. And a very talented artist. And uh, check his stuff out. Nice. At Shane of the Dead. <laughs> so, yes, it's goth night tonight. So, me and Andy have our uh, top ten goth lists. I'm going to go first. Yeah. Um, now, I just forewarned you, I do have an artist on here twice because I do feel like two of these songs are very significant to me and I would like to okay. go into them. Okay. So, coming up on my first track, you know what it is? Um, oh, come on. You have to know who this is. I'm sure I do. Wait. Just wait till you start singing. Okay, but how gothy? Let me. Well, you have to tell me. <laughs> Come on! How do you not know this person? I, I don't. I'm not this sure. This is uh, Ian Curtis, Joy Division. Oh, okay, got it. Uh, the name of the song is called Atmosphere, and gotcha. no, well, I chose this one because it reminds me of a period in time when I was um, like, when I first moved down here. And I was very depressed, and all I had was like music and like a pen pal of mine from California and shit. And she That's so sweet. and she um, did you spritz your letters with perfume before you mailed them off? No, it was through a digital. It was MySpace. You had a MySpace buddy. <laughs> yeah, I had a MySpace buddy. It was actually Why, it was, was my friend's. It was my friend's uh, sister. Was she in your top eight? She was. She was top eight for a did minute. Did you dedicate an entire homepage playlist to no, her? No, but you know what I did? Like, I was so fucking clever when I got fucking cable or, well, yeah, ca cable internet. Okay. So I would fucking, like, go on Kazan shit and, like, rip music videos. God. So I made I made her a fucking DVD. So you... And I fucking sent it to her. <laughs> like, that's how special this person was to you me. You were willing to give your computer AIDS. Yeah. It was fucking crazy, too, because, like... And she she gave me the 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 Ian Curtis book, the Touching from a Distance by uh, okay. Deborah by his wife Deborah Curtis. Okay. And 
it was just weird. Like, I went to California to try to meet her, and it just never happened. Like, we never crossed paths. It just sucked. Oh, wow. Do you think that you got catfished? No, I definitely didn't. Oh, no, because this was somebody no. that you knew yeah. his sister. Okay. And she, uh... Sorry, I always, I re- I always I try to the, make things more, like, juicy on yeah. late night. No, 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 no. <laughs> the second, second to last night, my fr- I went to my friend's house, and he's like, here, my sister gave you this. And it was that. And then, like... The D- and she gave you the DVD back? She, no, 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 she gave me the book. Sorry, she oh, gave the me book. the okay. Ian Curtis book. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Oh, no. And, um... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's like you were gonna... <laughs> yeah, I thought I was going to choke there for a minute. No, um, she gave me the book, and inside was, I guess, like, enemy, one of Enemy's, like, top 100, like, goth songs or some shit. And on there was, like, I think number one or number nine, which was Love of Tours Apart by Joy Division. Naturally, which yeah. is the... the which is kind of ironic. So, yeah. and then I just went back to Arizona, and I, I did eventually did get a chance to, like, see her briefly when I went back a couple years, but... I don't know. Things just weren't the same, and then she ended up moving to like New York. She's come some. She's like some uh, stockbroker or some shit like that. Oh goodness. Yeah. Wow. Good for her. One's the getaway. Yeah, she's the one that uh that got me into Joy Division, Interpol, like a lot of stuff like that I listen to now that I like hold in high regards. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Right. So that atmosphere by Joy Division number ten. Number nine, Bella Lugosi's Dead. Okay, so are you going by, like, track, you know, by... By house? By what? This it's is a staple. No, of course it is. Of course it is, dude. I know, but this this shit, like, reminds me of, like... <laughs> it's, like, one of the, like, the national anthem of, like, <laughs> One like, of people. them, yeah. You know, it's... anything you just, like, shuffle around and, like, like, you know, stare at your shoes. Shoegaze. Shoegaze, yeah. basically. Bella Lugosi's Dead, yes. You're not impressed? No, I'm not, well, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's a good song. Yeah, it is a really good song. Yeah, it's very safe. It's very droning. Yeah, I know, right? I, I'm, it's sta- very I'm, sta- safe. I'm staying. I'm staying. I will staying. have to say that. I'm I mean, staying within is, the net. Like, safe no, you're net. you're absolutely correct. You know what I mean? So, all right, number three, "Burned by the Cure." And God I, damn it! You know that that was my favorite. You know that's my favorite Cure song. I know. You know I would have put it on my playlist. <laughs> did you? Of course I did. Oh, so we have a match. Second one, and also like this one reminds me of my of my brother in law. Okay. Because this is like his favorite Cure song, and yeah. every time like they play it at like, um, like Goth Night or whatever, over at or Stacy. no Rips. Oh. Oh, yeah. Over at Rips, because okay. they have, like, uh, Shadow Play, I think. I think yeah, yeah, I used to go there all the time, yeah. but I don't anymore. And they, they, well, they, I think, they haven't been there in a while, but when they did used to go, like, I know this was one of, I remember one time, we went to go see a, a Cure cover band. They were called uh-huh. Japanese Baby or something like that, and they were really good, and I remember my brother-in-law was like, yo, I need to hear Burn, so he went up to the singer, and he's like, can you play Burn, man? And I guess the guy's like... No, we, we just don't know that song. <laughs> and, it, and he's like, wow, that sucks. Oh, man. But yeah, every time I listen to this, it reminds me of him. Yeah, this will, I mean, this is... And The Crow, from, because well, it's from The Fucking Crow. The Crow, crow is the Citizen Kane to, of goth people. <laughs> you know what I mean? That and Lost Boys and shit. <laughs> Lost Boys, yeah. I could, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a close tie between Lost Boys and The Crow. Yeah. I think The Crow more prominently and then, because it's a lot And then you have Baby Goths. Newer. Baby goths that are into uh, 
like Donnie Darko and shit. Yeah, you know, I like Darko, but you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I didn't fuck. I don't fucking get the movie. Like, I, I have. <laughs> it has to be explained to me so I can understand it. Because visually, like, I and I'm a visual guy, sure. so I learn by visuals. Yeah. I, like, if I read something, I can't. Like, my my brain won't process it. I have to read it constantly, or like, be, okay, or. Whatever. Have it read to Yeah. You. But, like, visually, like, I can watch a movie and I can I get it, you know? Or I can figure it out within, the, within the first couple, of like, ten minutes or whatever. But when I watched Johnny Darko, for some reason, I was fucking lost the entire time. I watched it on accident <laughs> with my mother. Oh, and really? And she really liked it. She really liked it. I think my mom is more goth than she, than she thinks. Because she was the one who hey, showed me that, all my, like, Vincent yeah, Price movies. That, and, like... Hey, Vincent Price was the shit. <laughs> And she the- oh no, that's not Vincent Price. Who is that? What? Goody. Oh, that's Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. Goody. Yeah, exactly. I have that um, that snow globe right there with the kids in the cemetery. The music, if you crank mm-hmm. that, is the theme song to the Alfred Hitchcock show. Really? Dun, 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 oh dun, my dun. god. <laughs> I know, I'm such a creepy person, yeah. but I have, I mean, I collect just things that make people feel vaguely uncomfortable. That wouldn't make me uncomfortable. I mean, I would catch the reference and I'd be like... Yeah. I mean, before you came over, I had to take the deer bones that I had on the floor. You had deer bones on the floor? Well, I think they might be to the right of the couch. There are deer bones right there. (laughs) (laughs) Right there. And then the, uh, the skull, the top part of the skull is up on the top shelf. And then there's like... And then you've seen my baby pig in a in a jar, right? No, I've never seen that. That was in my bedroom at the last place I was. I don't remember seeing that. I remember seeing that. Oh, yeah, that had been chilling there the entire time. That's Piggy Smalls. Holy shit. It's a fetal pig. It looks like Piggy Smalls, too. (laughs) Breathing like Piggy? But, yes, this is the burn. Which is on my list as well, so whatever. Matchy, matchy. I can deal with it. Do you know this is? Yes. It's mode. I know it is. Because <laughs> so, okay, so... You put this on a literal mixtape. <laughs> I know I did. Wait, did I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay, so I... Like, I said, I sent you a question earlier, which was, do you, is Depeche Mode goth? And you're like, I guess. Yes, okay, so I was going to touch on this before we started recording, but I'm okay. like, no, we need we got, to... We're going to save it. Save okay, it. So, so go ahead. When I think of goth music, I automatically think of, like, 80s new wave. You know okay. what I mean? 80s yeah. synth pop, uh, dark wave, witch house, like, you know, shoegaze, all of those type of, you know, low BPM... Um, yeah, I mean, like, I consider anything in that genre and relating subgenres to be all under the blanket of, yeah. like, goth what rock, goth, is. goth industrial, you well, know? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I tried to subject my list to, like, just yeah. goth. I totally forgot that I could have done industrial. Sure. So, I mean, and I'm pretty sure if, it, if I realized that, I would have yeah. thrown a Nine Inch Nails song in there. Well, so. obviously. But there's a ministry been... song in there that's very, that's um, good. That's fair. Okay. That, that's, uh, um, that's, that's, that's going to amaze you. But I often forget just how not normal those nights are because those are like when people, like when people go out to the bar, you know what I mean? Yeah. Go out to watch a game at a bar. That's as normal as like going to Stacy's for Lilith for Goth Night yeah. and you know I mean, listening to industrial music, it, you know, and then I mean, it, 
<laughs> Are you talking about like the people that you would associate? No, with um, but I'm talking about like so. For instance, my boyfriend. I brought him to mm. a. Uh, I brought him to a goth night. Yeah. And <laughs> he said it was like Fantasia from True Blood. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and I looked around. And I was like, Oh my god, he's right. <laughs> Just, you look around, it's like normally, but then you have like a person with like a Stevie Nicks shawl just sort of like, you know, pawing at the sky, like dancing. <laughs> just like, and then you're like, huh, I just, I, I haven't seen it from like All a, right. from an outside pair of eyes because these have just been my people for such a long time and it's such, such a normal, yeah. a normal thing until you bring somebody outside and then you're just like, oh fuck. <laughs> but it's like Goss and I, there's always like the... <laughs> It's <laughs> like the industrial, but then, I mean, but then it's always like the fetish nights that are like fucking Ramstein yeah. and, you know, and shit like that. If so, I have to see somebody get flogged to do host yeah. one more time. I mean, like, I guess, like, to me, like, goth and industrial kind of go like... Sure, yeah, I think it's anything... Um, just sort yeah. of of that subgenre. But it's know? just so interesting how, like, you can just take, like like certain genres and kind of like lay them down and you can kind of just trace them all back to like sure because in a, in a, a lot of instances point in time. and to a certain extent i think that the 80s new wave like goth scene mm-hmm. kind of laid the path for yeah for industrial and shit and all and, the stuff that got really big in the 90s and, and, and see one of the things that i wanted to point out with like the pest mode is like i feel like their music like really got uh, like more industrial like as they got older yeah I can like especially that. this album was mm-hmm. this ultra I think off of yeah off of ultra um, it's no good I don't know if I said it. you didn't but, <laughs> okay. but this is a very um, but yeah no like I feel like they they went in like a darker direction mm-hmm. as to oppose from like you know like from the first album yeah I just can't get enough you know or yeah, just like exactly. very like new wavy, very poppy. Yeah, Judas is my favorite song by Depeche Mode. Oh, that's a good one. The the lyrics of that song specifically, you know, I listened to it a lot. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, holy shit, <laughs> I'm into it. But yeah, okay. Depeche Mode, I approve. Very gothy of you. And what goth list will not be complete without the Godfather of goth? <laughs> that's right, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Nick Cave himself. Uh, into my arms. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate that. I do like Nick Cave. Yeah, I do too. But like trying to decide like which one mm-hmm. was like hard. Yeah, but it was imagine. like very very hard because not not only do I appreciate the stuff from the Bad Seeds, I also like the stuff that he did with the birthday party, mm-hmm. like his first band, which I think was like whoa, way more crazy and like more like in like punk, right? Than like goth more than anything, but. No, I mean, I appreciate Nick Cave. And I also love that he's, like, not only uh, a singer, uh, multi-instrumentalist, but he's also a writer. He he pens movies. He made one movie called, I think, The Proposition, starring Guy Pierce. It was hmm. in Western, and it was really, really fucking good. Nick Cave did the score for it, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, I can definitely see. Yeah. And it, you know what? Like, and it... And all right, so I'm kind of ashamed to say it, but like I'm going bald, but I fucking realize that. So I'm thinking like, you know what? Like if I'm going to have my, if this is the end for me and my hair, why, well, I'm going to go like a Nick Cave kind of way. Just sure. fucking just let it all grow. And you were on your way. I'm on my way. I'm you, halfway I mean, there. Well, you, then you, you shaved it. You were on your way. Yeah. It was pretty long. 
But okay, Nick Cave. Yeah, Nick Cave, and you know, like with Nick Cave, like I also associate like Tom Waits with him a lot for oh, some yeah. reason. Yeah. And like I'm a big fan of like Tom Waits' first album, first first like two three albums. Yeah. Before he got like really like fucking crazy out there. Just gargling gravel. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, Nick Cave. Nick Cave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm stretching with this one. This one's NYC by Interpol. Okay. But I feel it's very goth. Like, it sounds very, very gothy. And especially uh, Paul Banks' uh, voice uh-huh. really sounds, like, very close to, like, Ian Curtis. Which I know he hates the comparison to, but I don't know. That's fair. And, yeah. And with this one, like, every time I listen to it, like, I can just... I just remember sitting at my... At my cousin's uh, steps in her apartment, and having a cigarette, and looking out, and looking at the uh, like the refineries and shit around to- that are like in front of her building, and then just sitting there, and this happened here, and then just being like, "Fuck, dude! Like, I miss my old life. Like, what the fuck?" Okay. You know, like teenage angst because I was like twenty or some <laughs> shit when I moved out here. Teenage angst. Yeah. Post teenage angst, I guess. Uh-huh. Well, it just angst just never stops. Yeah, at that point. it just depends on how old you are. But no, however, it, however old you are is yeah. what type of angst you have. And I hold Interpol to like such high regards. Like I, I love Paul Bank. Mm-hmm. I love everything that he does. He also has a his side project, Paul or uh, I think it's called like Skyscraper or some shit. Or that might be the name of the album. But um, like he even does like hip hop and stuff. He did an album with RZA. Oh. From the Wu Tang Clan, and it's like really, but I, I, I can see RZA because RZA's done like rock, like produced rock albums before sure. too. Yeah. So, but I just to me it was like a surprise, like oh one of the kings of like post, post, uh, post rock fucking making an album with one of the kings of fucking rap. I'm like that's interesting. I think that Jonesy, who is the front man of Sigur Ross, is like post rock king. Okay. Post rock king of the world. <laughs> And now he does the sound. And now he does the score for the How to Train Your Dragon movies. <laughs> Dude, that's dope. Yeah. It's what a gig. <laughs> Icelandic post rock man. It's my, yeah. It's my bread and butter. <laughs> yeah. And like, and this album, Turn on the Bright Lights, like, it has to go down as one of my favorite albums of all time. Okay. And I think this album, like the first episode that we did, or episode zero, or whatever. When we did the album episode, I think I told you it was like between this album and the Strokes one. Uh-huh. So I'm kind of glad that I get to talk about this one. On Goth Night. Yeah, on Goth Night. I mean, to me it sounds goth. I don't know, to other people it might not. Mm-hmm. Might sound like post-whatever, but sure. I mean, come on, like you can't tell me that fucking Paul Banks doesn't sound like Ian Curtis. That's fair. And, it's very, and the music's very droning too. You know, so I don't know. Droning carries such a negative connotation. I know. No, well, hey, look, I was in a drone band and I loved it. Noise drone band. Drone band. Okay. All right, next. One of my favorite bands of all time. Do you recognize this? It's hard to. I get to wear the headphones for this episode. Oh, yes, you do. And I'm not used to wearing the headphones and hearing both of us talk, so all I can hear is just like awesome. how shitty my voice sounds. Okay. I'm an exasperated, slutty baby. 
Okay. AFI. Okay. Oh. Don't make God. me ill. Oh God. From Answer That okay. Stay Factual. I feel like there could. I feel like. Goth punk. Yeah. Or okay. punk goth, whatever. Mm. You sure. know, you can get their T-shirt at your favorite hot, hot topic. topic. I wouldn't have... I, this isn't, like, gothy AFI. They were still considered... I know. I mean, the way they dressed, I guess. Yeah, sure. I guess, like... But then, I mean... <laughs> then they, like, exploded with that December Underground shit. And then no, Davey it wasn't Havoc December kind of Underground. Like it was, uh... It was Sing the... Sing the something... Sing the, the Sorrow? Sing the Sorrow is what propelled them. But when they came out with December, December Underground, Underground, it was fucking everywhere, man. Yeah. I fucking hated their ad I saw them with shiny toy guns, uh-huh. say anything, taking back Sunday. Okay. And yeah, and then it was AFI doing their December Underground tour. And yeah. Davey Havoc oh was God. wearing bright pink eyeshadow. And I like, love Davey. I love, I love Davey Havoc. Yeah. I, I mean, think that man's like very, very handsome. Places. Even yeah. at his old age now. He's like 50-something. <laughs> But, uh, no, and I like the song, too, because it, not only it's, like, it's in the goth genre, but it's, like, an uplifting song. It's just, like, basically, like, somebody... But that's uh, the point, is that, like, goth shit isn't uplifting shit, dude. What? <laughs> what? Says who? Goth kids are just sad kids, man. Well, you might as well be, like, across... The, well, I don't know. I told you I was going to stretch on this. Wow. And this one's really stretchy. Okay. So... AFI, moving on. Okay, this is my second Joy Division song. Yes. It's Ceremony. And... An interesting story about this song is that uh, this is like one of the last two songs that Ian Curtis ever recorded. Mm-hmm. And this is like home, like a home studio recording. And this is like the best quality you can have it on. Besides, like, listening to, like, a bootleg, like, yeah. a live bootleg or something of Ian Curtis singing the song. But he didn't play... They, they don't have, like, a mastered recording of this. Um, New Order redid the song, too, on their first album. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and I like that version, too, but I feel like that one is, like... Like, once New Order became New Order, it just became, like, New Wave, you know? Yeah, and, and yeah, and then that's where... Like the association starts to happen with me is like you know new wave like goth new yeah. wave like eighties new wave. So, but yeah, and I just I just like this song. I don't know. I don't know why it makes me feel uh, uplifted. No, no, not uplifting. <laughs> it like makes me feel reflective of okay. like yeah things I've done in my life. Sure. Yeah. You know, like bad things sometimes. Oh, bad like things. Think, thinking okay. about bad things. Well, I mean, I just think about everything. This is the kind of song where, like, when you're driving and it comes on, like, you pretend like you're in the music video. Basically, you just like press like your window up, it's like your headache up against your window, and just look off and the rain. The rain drops or falling. Like a Zoloft commercial. Depression. <laughs> All right, next. Hong Kong Garden by uh, Susie Sue and the Banshees. Susie Sue and the Banshees, classic. Yep. And I love this song because it was it was on Rush Hour too. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's why you love this song is because it was in Rush Hour too. No, 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 no. You like just followed up like, oh yeah, so this song really resonates with me. It feels makes me feel really reflective. No, I know? just think this is like a fun fucking like. And then the next song is like, but no, but get this, <laughs> it was in <a> rush hour too. 
It goes from like extremely emotional moment to like what the fuck? Yeah, I guess yeah. the world keeps its balance. No, 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 no. I mean, no, I I like this song. I mean, okay, this is a good like a a good representation of like a go- a gospel song that uh that's become like mainstream, you know? It's like sure. it's like been in TV shows. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's been in commercials. Yeah, and it's always those songs that people are like, oh, I kind of know this one. Yeah, yeah. Or like part of it gets stuck in their head. But this one's always like a staple at like a goth night or like a fucking shadow play or something, you know? Sure, yeah. And for those of you that don't know what that is. Oh, sorry. That's a a local. Those are local events that happen here in Arizona. Phoenix. Phoenix. (laughs) (laughs) So, last song, number 10, Ministry. And... Like, a lot of people associate ministry with, yeah. like, their industrial sound. Like, they're very noise, rocky, and shit. Sure, yeah. But this is when ministry was, like, trying to break into, like, the new wave. So mm-hmm. this was their first album. Yeah. And then, um, I'm not too sure why they went to this direction. But I do know, like, once this album came out, Al Jorgensen was like, no, we're never doing that again. So he went and he, he was switched over to, like, a heavier sound. Mm-hmm. Which is what like ministry is known for, and a lot right. of bands have been influenced by ministry, like Nine Inch Nails, which basically Marilyn or Marilyn Manson, Trent Reznor is trying to be fucking Al Jorgensen. So that's it for my list. Okay, well, so my goth, my goth night. Okay, starting it out with a little bit of like my favorite area of. Okay. Which is 80s new wave. Nice, nice. <laughs> I love I love this song. Who is it? This is New Order. Okay. Uh, this is True Faith. And I don't know, like I'm not <laughs> I'm not a big dancer. That's uh well actually dancing was how I fucked up my knee and now I have to get surgery for it, so I'm probably never gonna dance again. It was I mean, would you Those, be cautious these, well, these when you gu- dance? These guilty feet have gotten no rhythm. You could, you could buy it like a walker and dance around the walker um, and hold on to the walker. I would rather shit my pants in public <laughs> than be seen dancing with a walker. <laughs> Thank you very much. Jesus. Anyway, so th- I love moving to this kind of shit. Okay. Yeah, and like when I hear it, it's just, you know, just kind of, it's good. It's got like, I'm a, well, you know this about me. I'm a sucker for a hook. I'm a sucker for a good melody. Yeah. You know, and if it's produced the right way, mama likey. So that was, uh, yeah, New Order, True Faith. Okay, so this next one, I know how you had... Bauhaus. Uh-huh. Is this Bauhaus? No. Oh. Well, not really. So this is Peter Murphy from Bauhaus. Oh, okay, okay. But uh, he had, uh, he did his solo shit. Uh, I think yeah, he was recently was he? Like, bounced from his own show or something like that. He was drunk in What? Drunk he was in bouncing? Europe. Yeah, I think so. I think he was just drunk and belligerent and like got bounced from his own <laughs> His own show, like it I was called the Peter the Peter Murphy show. Like his concert, I don't think he tours under the Peter Murphy show, but um. yeah, he's got like a panel. Oh, concert, that. concert, right? Because he's a fucking musician. Oh, I thought for some reason he had like a reality TV show. Oh my god! Why did you think that? I have no clue. I have no clue. 
But that's pretty dope. Yeah. So this is Peter Murphy. I'll fall with your knife. Okay. Um, by Peter Murphy. Yeah, and it's actually and it's a really really good song. Pretty gothy. It is. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty gothy. So, this next song. Okay. Um, a shout out to my friend Nicole. She, uh, very talented tattoo artist, mm-hmm. painter, all around. You know, she's a barracuda. I love her. <laughs> she's wonderful. She's one of the, the sassiest. Like, well, she's like from a Russ Meyer movie. I, yeah. She's, yeah. But she showed me this next song uh, as a grown up. Okay. <laughs> but listening to it, so this is Shakespeare's sister. I don't know if you're familiar with this band. No, I've never, I've never heard of them. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, it's got a really longish intro. I'll just kind of move it to the middle, but okay. Um, yeah. So it's got the music video for it is really, really cool too. But I mean, it's kind of quintessential nineties uh, goth. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um. Where, you know, she, there's, like, one member who's really, like, lyrical and, like, very, yeah. you know, trained as far as singing. And then you've got this lady. <laughs> and, um, I can show you the music video. It's actually really, it's really cool. I'll show you that yeah, some other sings- time. Oh, okay. Yeah, but... But yeah, so this song in and of itself, like I've listened to it so many times and like, you know, I can definitely see how people felt like angst to it. It's just a really fucking good song. Mm-hmm. I just unfortunately, you know, didn't hear it growing up. I had to discover it when I was much later, like okay. much, much later in life. But now that I know that it exists, it's like, it's on like it's, so it's many. It's like, it's never going it's away. It's on so many of my playlists. It's insane. Um, but yeah. It's pretty good. I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> hey, I can hear the... The 90s, man, from, like, every Malik crash <laughs> that just fucking happened. Right? It's so But it's big. so good, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, stay. Shakespeare's sister. Dope. Yeah, good shit. Next. Echo and the Bunnymen. The Killing Moon. Are you not, are you not familiar with this one? It's a head-scratcher? No. How are you not familiar with Echo and the Bunnymen? I'm not too familiar with their stuff. It, like, it never caught on. Just like, uh, what is it? Like, Mary and the Jesus Chain? Like, Jesus I never... and Mary Chain? Well, yeah, whatever. That, that band. Like, I, like, I have... Listen their... to the song, though. Okay. You can honestly say you've never heard this song before? Yeah. That is unbelievable to me. <laughs> Unacceptable. You, how's that unacceptable? The whole point, the whole point of this podcast is like so discovery. Weird to me. No, because I mean these guys are like up there. I know. Oh no, trust me. I know they are. I mean, I don't have anything bad to say about them. I just they're just not my cup of tea, you know. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair. Yeah. Killing Moon, Echo and the Bunny Men, and Andy can go fuck herself. <laughs> no wait, wait, wait. wait. Go can back. I... No, go back real quick. Why? Go back to the point where it was just going to. I don't know. I don't know how to get back there. This whole song just starts over again. You can't skip it. Oh my god, okay, hold on one second. Jesus. Okay. We'll go back up to the part like, where you upset me. Like right here. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's starting to sound familiar. 
That. Okay, yeah. I've heard this song. That. Okay, yeah. I've heard this song before. Okay. I've heard this song before. Okay. All right. Echo and the Bunnymen. Good shit. Okay. Burn by The Cure. It's my. It's Do you my have anything to say about it though? I love this song. It's my favorite Cure song. I loved The Crow, not because you know, Brandon Lee was this amazing Listen, actor. Listen, Brandon Lee in that movie, I think his he, family's he's, cursed. <laughs> yeah, if you want to talk about bad luck. Okay, yeah. So I mean, and honestly, like to me, like when I watched this movie as a kid, I was like, holy shit! Like did like I like, might fucking like, watch like, it like fuck Spider Man. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like this, like this is a comic book. Yeah. Like you gotta be fucking kidding me. And then I read the comic book, and I just I couldn't believe like how much of the movie, or how much of the comic book, like or how faithful they stayed to the comic book. And they keep and they have been wanting to remake it for a mm-hmm. while with Jason Momoa. Jason and Momoa they was supposed to. And they kept shelving it. They shelved it. They shelved it this last time, I guess, because of uh, differences between the producer and director and Jason Momoa tried to make peace with both of them but <laughs> yeah he seems like that kind of guy yeah you guys, know guys guys hey brother let's Bros. just smoke a joint yeah oh okay, okay so this next song yes uh, a quintessential goth song so it's a tribute to that as covered by the Deftones so I'm not giving mm. any credit to Morrissey who's who's like total cunt this is please, oh, please, I, please let me get what yeah. I want by the Deftones. Yeah, I've I've heard this. And you, and Deftones yeah. can some you know it can kind of be classified under that. Uh, I don't know. See, like okay, industrial I've been, rock. I've been, yeah, <laughs> especially know? like around the fur, like the, mm-hmm. the first couple albums. Yeah, they're White definitely Pony. industrial. You know, you can put mm-hmm. like them and Static X together. Yeah, you know? White Pony and uh, White Pony Anima and me, by I, I Tool. Think, for me, like White Pony was like the point when they like kind of switched direction, yeah, where they were a going bit. musically, yeah, and it became kind of more mainstream. Because mm-hmm. I remember hearing this shit like on K Rock, and you hardly would ever listen or hear like Deftones, right? You'd always hear like The Offspring and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So this is on B sides and rarities. Okay, I love this cover. It's so Deftones, mm-hmm. but it's you know, it's a Morrissey song. It's a Morrissey song, and I love, and that's what the hard part is. Like you know, I. I'm trying to be that kind of person that doesn't, you know, whether it's monetarily or even just, <laughs> or just, you know, even through everyday life, I just yeah. try not to uh, fuck with problematic artists, you know? I, I guess. And, <laughs> I mean, just, I, okay. I yeah. mean, just, okay. You know, I, as soon as, like, you know, it comes. It's, it's the whole, like, argument, like, do, like, do you, can you still listen to this person after the shit they've said or after the shit they've done. What I try to do done, you know? is I try to get online and I try to dig deep and look for local artists or even just people that are unsigned, people who are on independent labels, um, and I try to get into them. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like there are a lot of really talented artists out there that haven't, you know, like jerked off on somebody's curtains. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Yeah. There are a lot of talented I mean, people out there who have never... That is true. That is true. Who, yeah, who have never ruined someone's life. And so what I like to do is, you know, is to rather than support something, you know, I mean, and I believe that even in terms of like the really, really, like the really um, lucrative artists, you know, uh, then I think that all, like a lot of royalties should be sent to like organizations that support yeah. people that you know. 
Anyway, I could talk about that. What? <laughs> like, let's not. So this one, Bauhaus, Dark Entries. Okay. Yeah. So D- Bauhaus is quintessential. Um, Bela Lugosi is dead is good. It's just sort of. It's, it's just. Like the, it's like you said. It's safe. It's. Yeah. It's there. But, but, but that doesn't yeah. disqualify Bauhaus because Bauhaus. Yeah, that's Regardless true. of being like poster children for. A big part of the I mean, movement, yeah. Know? I mean, what was the name of that album? Uh, not Bella Lugosi's Dead. It's the one with the like the Bugle Boy or whatever. Um, Do you know what, what I'm talking about? It is. This is so. Dark Entries is on that album. Yes, that. that so album, it's yeah. the flat in, in the flat field. Yes, that's like, you know, poster right. poster boy fucking. Um, but yeah, Dark Entries, Bauhaus, you know, trench coats, no eye contact. Next, little poppy, little uh. Okay. <laughs> and the reason I love this song so much was because it's an episode of Portlandia. <laughs> oh my god, I love so, Portlandia. This is Olamore by Erasure, <laughs> who did, you know, a little respect, and that's the one that most people know because it's so singable when your windows are up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this song. One of my favorite Erasure songs uh, was in Portlandia when Fred Armisen was doing like a choreographed um, number on a canoe. <laughs> Do you know who it is talking? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I can't remember. No, I can't recall. But like my 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 favorite uh, segment is when um, that punk guy. I forgot what his name is. Randy. I think his name's Randy, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. But like he he gets. Uh, He's he gets sued by Matt Groening, the uh, the creator of The Simpsons, for yeah. selling like fucking um, bootleg Bart Simpson uh, T-shirts that say Bart Scampson <laughs> instead of Bart Simpson. And Matt Groening is like, "Look, I just want you to stop. Yeah, if you just stop, I'll be fine. Just stop selling me your stop saying that it's The Simpsons." I also love the episodes with like um, Sarah McLaughlin and Amy Mann as the as the housekeeper. I remember that one. Yeah, dude, I just you know it always. Or um, what's his name? Kevin McLaughlin. Mm. Fucking what's his, what's his name from uh, Twin Peaks? Oh. Yeah, as the as the fucking eccentric mayor. Oh yeah. Oh, dude. And I guess it hits really hard for a lot of people from the Pacific Northwest. Cause I guess. Because, like, you know they're right. <laughs> That's, up. That's some fine cherry pie you got here in Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Olamore, Erasure, so good. Uh, next. So, I think... Um, <laughs> I think Annie Lennox is a goddamn genius. <laughs> I'll go ahead and say that. I'll start with that. Okay. Explain why, Amy please. Lennox is a goddamn genius. Explain it. You cannot just say that like, without okay, explaining Okay, so, no, yourself. I'm going to. Okay. But, no, just as far as, like, a songwriter, um, you know, like, this, her sound. Yeah. It, it's not common for women to have those sort of lower set, you know, but, like, Karen Carpenter was somebody who had, like, a lower register. So yeah. Everybody fucking loved her. Um, but Annie Lennox just sort of, like hit the new wave scene hard and like your rhythmics like most of their shit was just like hit yeah hit and the I fucking... mean fuck like I can remember like Eurythmus specifically Sweet Dreams like listening yeah. to that like in like fourth like not fourth like around like elementary school time 
Yeah. And just thinking it's like brand new, not knowing that it's like maybe six <laughs> years, six, seven years I old. I wish you know? that I could have been like in a bar in the 80s when this shit had just yeah. come out and to just see, I don't know, you know. Back to, so yeah, um, Annie Lennox, she can do no wrong. And yeah. then like when she branched out on her own and did like her those you know albums in the 90s that had like the hits like um you know walking on broken glass you know no more i love you and like my mom loved her yeah and like she's had like a really somewhat tragic story you know what i mean she's had she's had a rough go of it but then she also did the song for like lord of the rings and got like and performed it at the oscars you know wait like, the 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 new trilogy of lord no of the no i think it was just, it was one of the original or was it the animated one it wasn't the animated one. But, oh, um, so it was the ones from the 2000s, right? Yeah, Peter Jackson. Jackson's? Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, see, um, I could never stomach those movies for some well, reason. Well, she did a song for one, and it was amazing. So, okay. That so, number cool. 10. Yeah. Number 10. Number, t- oh, number 10 one. already? <laughs> this is a big one. Okay. Are you not, is this not registering? Not, no. Not yet. Okay. Am I going to get shamed again? I'll do my best. Okay. Please be reserved. Spare my feelings. It's <laughs> an impossible <laughs> statement. Please be reserved. Have we fucking met? I know, right? Get your head out of your ass, Jesse. Oh my god. Wow. Tears for fears. My mom loves tears for like What's funny is that all of this stuff that contributes to just my overall personality and, like, my overall taste in things. Yeah, you got it from, like, your mother? I got it from my mama. A lot of it I did, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> um, I mean, there are certain pensions that I... I'm, it's the second yeah. time I've used pension in this entire... That's <laughs> yeah, a twofer. Um, but, yeah, so a lot of, like, the... A lot of what contributed to... to what (laughs) a lot of what contributed to you know my taste and my aesthetic and just like who I've become as an adult is because of seeds that were planted by shit my mom was into and so she loved Tears for Fears there's a lot of music that I love nowadays that I hated back then that you like now there's some some songs that like would give me a stomachache because my mom would put my mom would put on like 80s new wave to clean yeah. the house and we'd see, be like fuck we have to clean our yeah. rooms today she's gonna make us see for me like i hope like i remember shit like that like there's certain songs that like trigger <laughs> memories like yeah. of childhood like it and most it's mostly like spanish songs yeah which i remember growing up like i was so ashamed to be like fucking in the same car with my parents as they blasted fucking in the same car as your parents what no 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 <laughs> Let me uh, reward myself. Yeah. No, I just hated being in the same car with my parents as mm. they played that music. I fucking hated it. It was, I just hated it. But, like, catch me on a good drunk night, dude. Now all I want to hear is, like, Mexican music. Wow. Too and much. fucking, like, shoot guns out few, in the desert. Few modelos. <laughs> few modelos later. Some <laughs> modelo time, fool. What are they? Yeah, I don't know. Um,. But yeah, so uh, I will def- I'll post a picture of my <laughs> nights with Andy Instagram. <laughs> but yeah, so okay. that is that concludes my goth that's playlist. Awesome. That's my goth top ten. Okay, I mean, I felt like yours was. I don't know. 
Like, I felt like I had, like, all the, how do you say, like, the more common ones. Like, I thought, like, you, you really went outside the box on this one. Well, that's kind of my style, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, like, so that's, I that's I always, good, that's good. Don't I always come original? Yeah. I try to keep it safe. I try I try to veer for the streets. What it, you know what it sounds like to me? What's that? It seems like you just go onto YouTube and you type in goth <laughs> I'm allergic to your bullshit. <laughs> hey, that's what I consider goth, Jesus. But tell me, did you go onto YouTube and search for a goth? No, I really didn't. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm being questioned. I see right through you. <laughs> Bullshit. Anyway. But anyway, yeah. So that was top ten most gothy songs so far. So far. So far. So <laughs> that's awesome. So okay. Um, so yeah, that's it, guys. Um, so so share this podcast uh, with your friends. Uh, drop us a like if you'd like. Uh, we're also we're on iTunes and SoundCloud. We're also on Instagram. You got the stuff that I sent you right about the Instagram. My shirt came untucked. What? You got the stuff I gave you about the <laughs> Instagram. Yeah, the login. Yeah, okay. The login. Okay. Fuck. All right. Cool. Fuck. Hop out of my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, yeah, and that's it. So uh, next week. Not sure what we have in yeah, store. Yeah, I mean, we don't get suggestions from you guys. I mean, so if you go to the Instagram, you can drop a suggestion of something yeah. that you want us to do, or leave it on the Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, if you don't, whatever, I mean, we'll save you, it on ourselves. Do you want to do like a? Do you want to do like a themed? <laughs> a themed. Okay. Ooh, 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 I have a good one. Which one? How about top ten non-English? Speaking. I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> Non-speaking. Okay. Non-English speaking. Okay. So like Spanish, basically, right? Or no, French, there's, right? it's not, it's not English and Spanish. Those are not the two, only two languages. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. Just anything that's not in English. Yeah. All right. I got you. Are you going to do all Spanish? No. Nothing. You can't. No, no, it's I'm okay not. It's okay to be Mexican, no. Jesse. <laughs> No, it's okay. No, I do have some that I that I really would like to share with you because okay. I, I feel like um, yes, you they're, they're get pretty really good. About. Yeah, um, and it's it's Spanish rock mostly, but I can. I'm also gonna think outside the box. I also love German music. I like French music. French so, music's pretty good. I did good. I thought everyone. That's a good one, man. <laughs> hey, that's a yeah. solid one. All right, so yeah, next week, top ten foreign tracks. Dope. All right, Changos. We'll see you later. Oh my God, what does that mean? That means monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out. Au revoir, son. <laughs>